day one, the 32nd day of 2023. There are 333 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We're on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Another snow day for lots of students and faculties in the region. What's the weather going to do today? We'll talk about it. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. She is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Have you been questioned by the authorities re- involving uh, stolen monkeys? I have not. Okay, so it was so they they don't suspect you. I don't think so. As a suspect, so no. these Dallas stolen monkeys have been located. Okay, uh, they don't know who stole them, but when I saw them yesterday, I knew something weird was about them. Uh-huh. And leave it to you yes. because you're so you're so good at um, at identifying these things. You made a very wise comment about these monkeys, and what yes. was it? Um, they look like the Lorax. And I said, yes, they do look yes. like the Lorax. I so, didn't know, you know. Yeah. Well, of course, I'm a huge Dr. Seuss fan, uh-huh. but yes, they look like the Lorax with their mustachey beard type thing going on. I wonder if these are like the old monkeys or if they are, if they all have that beard. You know, you right. think like the old wise They kind of look were... like an old wise, but I have a feeling it's the the breed. Probably. Yeah. They've been found safe, though. Does that make you happy? It does. Yeah, I thought But I'm curious. Good to know. Like... I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to know the particulars. Not the only animal that's gone missing from the Dallas Zoo recently, so it sounds like a big conspiracy. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. You get to see, you have a unique uh, perspective because you get to see a lot of young people from other communities that like, we don't know, like visiting teams. Oh. You get to see them on well, the floor. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I see them on the floor, yes. You know, some like sometimes when I used to play Little League, we'd, we'd sometimes we'd play teams from other communities and like some of the kids on the Little League team would be mm-hmm. six foot four and have full grown beards and have mm-hmm. like a pouch of red man in their back pocket. And I thought there's no way that kid's 12 or under. So it, you ever seen any, like you see any, any, you see any athletes from other communities, you go, there's no way that kid's a high schooler. We had one in, in the last couple of weeks that uh, was the opposite, that was, that was listed at high school and we were like, fourth grade. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But it was just, but uh, none come directly to mind. But you do get into this into some full beards. I'm going to need you to keep an eye out because a uh, 22 year old. This has happened in Virginia. A 22 year old coach has now been fired after posing as a 13 year old in a JV game. So this was the JV coach and one of their players. Uh, she was away on some type of AAU tournament or some type of club tournament. So. She decided she would just pretend to be her and played in the game and got found out. And now she's been fired because she's embarrassed the school. In JV. In JV. Uh, they must take their JV seriously in Virginia. Uh, I list that we've, I mean, you'd be, you'd be surprised. At, I mean, there was a parent in the last couple of years that was from another school that I remember was ejected from a JV game. Yeah, well, and I, I think that behavior, like, that behavior is on display no matter what game. Yeah, you could but be it playing was, diddlywinks. And it was more just happen. like, this is, it's like it's a JV. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and I think this person's, I don't remember if it was son or daughter, also played varsity for... And I'm like, so you just missed the varsity game because you couldn't keep your mouth shut. Sure. Well, and also the the child, the family of the child who was impersonated now wants an apology for imperson. But then I went on to say, well, wait a minute. 
it takes five. It takes five to put to play basketball. So there were at least four other co-conspirators that knew, hey, it's our coach out here playing with us. Mm-hmm. So yes, the coach gets the, it bears the responsibility and shouldn't have done it. But there were other people though that went <laughs> along with it and just said, nobody say anything. Nobody say that coach is is out here with us playing. But so keep an eye out. It can happen, Sam. I need you to. I need you well, to be the police I'll, that keep out, I'll, keep a lookout. Might for just, them. might just make that Alex Cook's job. Okay, sounds good to me. Delegation. You see, uh, partly sunny skies uh, are underway currently as we're doing the show. If you're with us live. And we're going to see a high of about 36 today. Uh, We'll get back into the 40s tomorrow, so that's good news. Regionally, there is a chance for some precipitation overnight tonight, but really, you know, nothing even uh, would total what we got. We got more snow last evening and where we got more freezing rain the evening before. Increasing clouds 26 tonight. We'll see Groundhog Day tomorrow and a high of 42. I won't be here, so you all let me know what Punxsutawney Phil does. Okay. Okay. Now the the tallest banker we know is chiming in, and he he wants to know: can, can parents play too? <laughs> yes, yes. He he he. Do you have to run up and down the floor I, to do I that, think, though? I think it's plausible somebody might buy that he's fifteen, but certainly not thirteen. That's uh, just beyond maybe the 16. possibility. Of course, it would be funny if if he were playing on his daughter's JV team. They could oh. they could throw lobs to him all day, right? <laughs> yeah. They could. Uh, Ukraine won't support uh, one support yesterday from Baltic nations and Poland in its quest <laughs> to obtain Western fighter jets, but there were no signs that larger nations like the U.S. and Britain have changed their stance of refusing to provide warplanes to Kiev after almost a year of battling Russia's invading forces. So in today in history, it's going to be our first mention of what led to the escalation that then um, uh, that amounted to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But just over the last year, we've gone from, no, we're not giving them tanks. No, we're not giving them fighters. We're going to give them a very limited amount of money. But they're going to have to fight for themselves. So now we've given them tanks. And now they're saying, oh, we'd like your fighter jets too, by the way. And so I'm not sure when we're going to. Just send them Tom Cruise. I'm not sure at what point in time. I'm not sure at what point in time it's us fighting the Russians and not. I mean, we might not have the troops involved. But if we have all the hardware involved, really, what's the what's the major difference? We may also. Um. We feel like we're going to get more information today on the Republican race for president getting a little more crowded. Former South Carolina governor uh, Nikki Haley is expected to send an email to supporters today inviting them to a February 15 event in Charleston when they'll do all the pomp and circumstance of her kicking off her uh, campaign for president. Of course, you know, she'd been um, she was. She worked in the Trump administration. Um, she's had lots of different, uh, lots of different roles. She was ambassador to the UN. She is of Indian heritage. She's Indian American, and her name, Nikki, I think, is a is a is either a nickname or a an abbreviation of a longer name I, that may not may not have that exactly right. But I know she considers herself to be Indian American, which, you know, obviously helps in trying to be a little more diverse on the candidates that we're putting forward. And I think she's highly regarded. Uh, I do think, did think it was funny that uh, Trump said, he asked, he was asked about, said, she would never run against me because I was the greatest president. But people change their opinions and they change what's in their hearts. So I said, if your heart wants to do it, you have to go, you have to go do it. So I... Okay. Did he write that? <laughs> Did you have you have you seen the video that came out of the deposition where he just pled the fifth four hundred and fifty eight times? But in the beginning, when he reads his why he's why he's pleading the fifth, he always does that Trump tagline where he goes, "Anyone in my position who would not take the fifth would be uh, an idiot." And then he always has to go an absolute idiot. He's always like he's got the the tagline, so he did that as well. It's like we haven't heard a lot from Trump in a while, so some fresh content for you. Closer to home, the headlines making the news. A story we first brought you yesterday morning, and the details were changing right as we uh, began the show yesterday. A Grayson County juvenile has been charged with murder following the stabbing of his stepfather. This happened Monday night. 
when deputies from the Grayson County Sheriff's Office and EMS were dispatched to Bradley Bend Road after a 15-year-old male stabbed a man in the back with what was described as a large knife. In a release, Sheriff Chafin said the deputies discovered 38-year-old Timothy J. Higdon laying on the floor, bleeding from his torso. He was transported to Owensboro Health Twin Lakes by EMS, where he was stabilized before being transported to UofL, also by EMS, but he was pronounced deceased at the hospital late on Monday. The juvenile was initially charged with attempted murder and some other charges. However, the attempted murder charge has amended to murder after Higdon died from his injuries. The juvenile was transported to the Warren County Juvenile Detention Center in Bowling Green. Investigation ongoing. My understanding, too, that got some reports of regional media being in the area yesterday kind of causing a disturbance out there at that uh, at that scene. So uh, in that general area, kind of bothering the neighbors and such. Hmm. What a tragedy. The uh, for uh, all parties, the Litchfield Police Department is requesting the public's help identifying two suspects who burglarized the Litchfield convenience store. The robbery happened um, early Monday morning, and surveillance video shows two male subjects attempt to enter a side door without success, but then they broke through the front door glass and made entry about one forty-five. They vandalized gaming machines, got away with money from inside at least one machine. There's also some vandalism to the rest of the store. Now that, uh, if you're watching, or you can go to K105.com and see this photograph, but the LPD asking for help in identifying someone on what appears to be a black hoodie or hooded jacket with multiple images of mushrooms on the back is what they say. Uh, those are, I don't they don't look like mushrooms to me, but yeah, maybe really they, they know what they're talking about. <laughs> Sam, do you have one of these jackets? I don't know that I can answer that. <laughs> no, okay. no, I do not. I think you could rock it, though. No, no, I'm okay. I'll stay with the hoodie I have on. A man wanted in connection to the theft of credit cards from Owensboro Health Twin Lakes has been arrested. It, they arrested 60-year-old William Moore of Cleveland, Tennessee. <clears throat> Moore was arrested in McCreary County pursuant to warrants from Whitley County and again arrested for similar offenses in Barron County. During an interview with the LPD, Moore confessed to the crimes committed in Litchfield, according to uh, Detective Sergeant Ian Renfro. Moore is believed to have entered multiple hospitals across the state of Kentucky and southern Indiana, each time obtaining credit cards and or checks and then fraudulently obtaining cash or gift cards with the stolen items. So we've had, you know, we brought this story to you when it happened, but I have it on very good authority that K105.com played a very important role in connecting the dots. Because <laughs> you got multiple law enforcement agencies and you got a law enforcement agency away from here that wouldn't normally be communicating but happened to see a photo and see a headline of a story and went, Hey, that sounds like somebody that's been in our community, and so the collaboration started. In fact, if you read the story, it says, effective collaboration between multiple agencies in Kentucky and Indiana led to multiple arrest warrants, and they go on to say uh, that it was uh, the technology and information sharing among law enforcement. Hmm. Well, well, (laughs) so we ain't all bad. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. A Grayson County man wanted for attempted arson and serving alcohol to minors has been arrested after a lengthy foot chase. This happened late last week. Uh, Deputy Caleb Owens attempted to serve two arrest warrants on a 44-year-old Mark B. Dennis of St. Paul at a residence in the 5,000 block of St. Paul Road. Dennis fled on foot and running down Floyd Clark Drive into a wooded area. They chased him down, circled back, ran towards St. Paul Road, got back into the woods, and then finally the suspect gave up in a wood pile. He said, this wood pile looks like a good place to lay down and give up. Well, I think that'd chase. be a very By the way, no, no relation. Mark, It's Mark B. Dennis, Mark, not Mark Dennis B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear. Just to be clear. Spending by lobbyists on members of the Kentucky <clears throat> General Assembly and their staff members hit an all-time high in 2022. Lobbyists spent more than $24 million in their efforts to influence legislation last year, eclipsing the previous high of $23.1 million, which was set in 2018. Due to the pandemic, the amount was lower in 2020 and 2021, but still totaled 
uh, 20.9 million and 21.3 million. That's why it didn't continue to climb year over year. The top lobbying spender for 2022 was the Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, so obviously representing businesses broadly with the legislature. They spent $408,000, and uh, the chamber also spent the most on receptions, meals, and events for legislators and staff at about 21000 The Kentucky Hospital Association was next. Uh, Altria Client Services was after that. The American Civil Liberties Union was after that, and the Kentucky Medical Association was after that. Now, if you're like me, you know, I look at those and I go, I don't care about uh, ACLU. They spend too much money on lobbying and the Kentucky Hospital Association, blah, blah, blah. But the Kentucky Broadcasters Association has lobbyists in Frankfurt. And so when it's a cause like that's important to you, you go, well, that's not too much money on lobbying. You know, that's the proper amount. So, you know, it just kind of depends on what your perspective is. Um you know, it's, to give you to give you something that happens through the lobbying process, were it not for the lobbying efforts of the Kentucky Broadcasters Association, you you if you own a business or you buy advertising, you'd be paying a sales tax on that advertising this year, mm-hmm. if not for the lobbying efforts of the Kentucky Broadcasters Association. So there's a real you know for what the lobbying cost it saved m- billions of dollars on. Um, over a period of time. I didn't... Wouldn't you have expected the equine industry to be in the top five on lobbyists? I bet they have that spread. A, I bet influence? they have it spread across Probably. so many that they that makes it bourbon, too. Yeah, like brown horse, the brown horse lobby, mm-hmm. you know, the white horse lobby, mm-hmm. the maybe. To make it look like it's... Sure. They don't have it's as influence. But they're all wearing the same jerseys. Aren't they? Mm-hmm. A Kentucky commission assigned to distribute money from a massive settlement with opioid companies has made its first funding award to help combat the state's opioid epidemic. The Kentucky Opioid Abatement Advisory Commission has awarded $10.5 million in funding to a pilot program. The program will offer behavioral health treatment options for people struggling with substance use disorder as an alternative to incarceration. The commission oversees the state's portions of funds stemming from nationwide settlements with several companies for their roles in the opioid addiction crisis. Kentucky will receive hundreds of millions of dollars, and they have invested their first $10 million to see how that goes. State police at the Post in Henderson are reporting that at least in their areas, some scam calls have been on the rise including one where the scammers pose as law enforcement officers. The, they say the scammer goes through a series of routine-sounding questions to gain personal information, and at some point in the conversation, they request the person they call to send in a fee for various law enforcement services. All right, it, when it doesn't sound likely, it probably isn't. Be just, you know, there are a bunch mm-hmm. of the old high-pressure or frequent calls. If they do that, be really careful. This is coming out of the Henderson Post, but we should not just assume that it's limited to that area. But you know who I thought when I read this, I thought, you know who I feel bad for? Bill from the FOP. You ever get called from Bill from the FOP? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Or is he with the state police? Does he sell light bulbs? I, I don't know. I don't He's, think I get his call. I, I never give him a chance anymore, but I felt bad for him because, you know, he, he usually calls with legitimate things, even though I don't want to participate in them. But now if you say, ah, if law enforcement calls you, it's a scam, it's mm-hmm. going to make his job even well, harder. Does that count as Norman Chaffins? If he calls you? I feel like I'm getting scammed anytime he does call me. <laughs> a company's expansion in northern Kentucky is creating more than 400 jobs in the region while bolstering the state's logistics and distribution sector. White Horse Freight added a new facility in Kenton County in response to growth and increased customer demand. The $5.4 million investment includes the purchase of an existing building to increase the company's operations and overall office space. You know where it is, Sam? I'm I know assuming you, it's probably by the airport. You know every inch of Kenton County. I assume you knew all I'm the, assuming it's by the airport because the going. airport's technically in Kenton County. The University of Kentucky defeated the University of Mississippi. It wasn't pretty for a while, but it was effective. 75-66, no case in Wallace last night due to some type of... Leg contusion Knee or contusion, bruise or yeah. something. Which is a bruise, so yeah. it's a bruise, but hopefully it he'll sounds be back. like that if it would have been a game that mattered, he would have played. Yeah, well, it looked like it mattered for a while, but yeah, but by that I to... mean NCAA tournament, SEC tournament. Sure. 
Well, every game at this point matters mm-hmm. whether you get into that big tournament at the end of the year. But they were able to, what, did uh, Reeves have 25 or so? Something like that. Yeah, he played yeah. really well. So they, they were able to pull away and separate. They just had more depth and just were able to uh, out. Any time Kermit Davis loses, it's a good thing. Athleticize. Kentucky has... Kentucky and Ole Miss have played 124 times. The Wildcats have won 110 mm-hmm. of them, so they're supposed to supposed to win. And Oscar Shibwe is the Kentucky top sports figure of the year, not surprising. And um, the Herald Leader does this poll every year. It's called the Kentucky Sports Figure of the Year. Shibwe is the first Wildcat player selected since Anthony Davis in 2012. But uh, it was a competitive field. Sam, I know you vote in that poll now. I do. Was he your number one? He was not. He was not. Who was your he, number one? Abby Steiner. Okay. I, I went with her, number one. Number two was Oscar, and number three was Ryan Howard. Okay. Right. Uh, and then I think I, I threw a horse in there, too. And uh, More than one horse? I think I put two horses oh, wow. in, my, in my top ten. Okay. Well, hard it, to go against Rich Strike. Yeah. You know, Storyline. Todd Johnston. Didn't get a vote from you? 11th. 11th. Uh Just on the outside Uh looking in. Sorry, Todd. Maybe next year. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Hands. Touching hands. Reaching out. Touching me. Touching you. G.I. Joe Day. It is Baked Alaska Day today. Baked Alaska. Pretty good. It is also Spunky Old Broads Day. Haven't we been celebrating Old Broads already this Well, remember, week, it's Spunky Broads, Spunky Broads, Old Spunky Broads Week. Oh, okay. Uh, I told you when back early in the week when we previewed the month of February... I told you today was the day. So that's why you think we've been celebrating it. I was just giving you all an opportunity to get your celebrations lined out. But it does offer a, it involves a a kind of an impromptu point to ponder. Now that Betty White's gone, who, who is our official spunky old broad collectively for the nation? Dolly. Oh, Lily Tomlin. You think Lily Tomlin? See, see, there's something... there's something about Dolly that I I don't really want to concede that Dolly is old. She's, I mean, she she's she what seventy eight. She she is, but there's just something I don't know. I think Lily Tomlin has had that, like maybe she's earned the mantle for or, but it it made me wonder. Is like it 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 feels like it should be Dolly. I think people. Mm-hmm. Are championing Dolly? I think in their in their in their minds, where we lost Betty White, we've just kind of installed Dolly. But I don't know that it's with wearing the banner, the sash. I don't know says spunky old broad. No, I don't think so. No, I don't um, think so. Either. So Lily Tomlin or Jane Fonda? Not Jane Fonda. Yes. Okay. You've not watched Grace and Frankie. Have you seen the previews for the movie that's coming out? Yes, I have seen okay. 80, the eighties Brady trailer a lot. Since it's you know appearing in sporting contests, um, but I, there's something about Jane. See, in the same way, Jane Fonda and her workout routine and all that, she just doesn't. I don't know. I don't. Okay, I'll go with you on Lily Tomlin. <clears throat> I don't right. know about Jane Fonda. She, Jane Fonda, for the same reason, I'm disqualifying Dolly. I'm kind of disqualifying Jane Fonda, but that's just me. Okay. I got nothing for you on it. Well, because... It's not me. Because you're not particularly spunky. You're not particularly old. And I don't believe you're abroad. I I don't believe (laughs) I am. No, I don't think I fit in any of the three. Here are some game don't recognize game in that regard. (laughs) Here are a list of things that have quietly gone away. Things that were all the rage... For instance, when was the last time you saw a fidget spinner? I have one sitting on my desk at home. Okay. When was the last time you touched it other than to dust it or dust around it? Uh, I mean, not like uh, often, but... Okay. So 
the question was what th- quietly went away without anyone noticing. And there were like 45,000 comments. Flash mobs. Right, there was no official signaling to the end of the flash mob era. Mm-hmm. The flash mobs go back to 2003. But do we also kind of think that – I think they were gone before COVID, but I think COVID hammered in the last nail and went dum, 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 because you really couldn't flash and you couldn't mob. You could flash. You couldn't mob during that period. Facebook – it's true. You could flash. I mean, technically, I don't you, know. You, you still can I mean, we had the opportunity to see a flash mob not that long ago. We did? Mm-hmm. Where did we see one? Um, we had the opportunity oh, to Oh, the opportunity. See okay. One. We just didn't make it to that area of where we were. Okay. Facebook poke wars. Can you even poke anymore? I think they did away with that. Didn't they just, did they Hi. take that out of the... Oh, yeah, now it's that uh, wave. Nobody. It's the... Oh, uh, you can wave at someone. I think, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I know I remember the poking stuff, but I don't, I'm going to look and see if he can't still poke. The other day, my Uncle Hub, I heard him say, somebody said, where did you find that information? And he said, on the net. And I thought, we don't say that anymore because you don't have to ask where you learn something. Everyone got everything from online. Like it's the source of all things. So we don't say cyberspace. We don't say superhighway. We don't say surfing the web. We don't say information superhighway. We don't say the net. Now, I might say, where did you find that? And you might tell me, well, Instagram. Or you might tell me Facebook. or you might. So you might tell me a channelized version. But it wasn't, well, I went to the library and looked it up in the Encyclopedia Britannica. No one says that anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Keyboarding classes in school. But how will kids learn how to keyboard properly? Because there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it. There's an efficient way and there's an inefficient way. I had to take that in elementary school. <laughs> we don't want to be crank, cranking out a bunch of hunting we, peckers. We played like a, we played like a game. <laughs> I hope somebody tuned in right before you said those two words. <laughs> landlines. <laughs> the only people that have landlines. and. <laughs> You all, in the last year... Yeah, you got to live way, way from the internet connection uh, before you have a landline. Planking kind of went the way of flash mobs for a while. That was big. Waterbeds. Nobody officially said waterbeds are no more, but really waterbeds are no more. I remember telling Alea in the last six months about there used to be a thing called waterbeds, and of course she was all in. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I want one of those because she thinks it's a bed swimming pool is what she thinks. But you did show her, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we pulled them up and showed how they, like, and they're okay so long as you're sleeping single. But, and like under the age of 25. Yeah, but mm-hmm. mercy. Yeah, they're a little hard to get out of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you, if you're a grown-up. <laughs> Got to roll. And then, the, and then even when you roll, then you're down in there and you can't get over that side You rail. almost need somebody to hop on the other side mm-hmm. so like it can kind of bounce you out over that. there. Like that sidebar. And then the Sears Wish Book. Oh, yeah. Just kind of quietly went away. And Oh, you get the Amazon one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's much smaller. Does Alea mm-hmm. get out oh, her marker? Yeah. And... yeah. Well, we oh, have yeah. a picture. You'll remember we have the infamous picture of her sitting where Christy is right now. And she has the microphone turned on. She's wearing her Elsa, <laughs> uh, her Elsa gown. And she, after Halloween... And uh, her <laughs> Halloween costume, Elsa, after Halloween, but she has the Amazon wish book in front of her with a marker, and she's telling about what she's marking. This has been almost three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, she has. Well, and it's funny because all the grandmothers in their, the collective, okay, they save all the stickers out of their Amazon <laughs> wish book yeah. to give to her. It's pretty it. funny. Yeah. The uh, of course of uh, Valentine's Day on the horizon. The average American will spend one hundred ninety three dollars on Valentine's Day. I think that's an all in number. It's up from one seventy five last year, but down from one ninety six in twenty twenty. Well, we know that uh, one Dennis C. Cook is going to have to up that, uh, considering what his Valentine's Day gift is. Listen, I don't, I don't know what they're doing today, but so. 
boy, I don't know if I should say this, but it's really great information. So Strawberry Queen got Yukon some a great experience for Christmas. Okay, something he's wanted to do for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so she sourced it out and took made the arrangements and presented it to him for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But they're going to do this thing on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And so two weeks ago, I said, so is that a two for present? Is that is that Christmas and your Valentine's Day present? And he sat there for the longest time like it hadn't occurred to him. Like, mm-hmm. she, she's getting out of Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Like, because this is my Christmas gift that happens to be on Valentine's Day, but she's going to she's gonna do the, that's for your birthday and Christmas, too. Mm-hmm. You know, people who have December birthdays, where you go, well, that's your Christmas and your birthday, too. Well, his birthday's in March, well, yeah, so but, it can easily uh, it can I guess that could right be. In, yeah. So, he Listen, was when his... you've been married that long <laughs> and you come up with one good one... Like, oh, and and it, it's a you, good one. Yeah, and, and I think you should be able to use it for multiple occasions. It's so good. I mean, she may be squared away for the year. Okay. I mean, in his eyes, for what he's been wanting. I mean, mm. he's been wanting to do this for a long time. And so and she she made it happen. Uh, also, before we get to Valentine's Day, of course, tomorrow is Groundhog Day. In case you're interested, Punxsutawney Phil has only been correct 39% of the time. So whatever he says tomorrow, there's only a 4 in 10 chance that it is correct. That doesn't surprise me. I just can't wait to have the movie on. Doozy. <laughs> Doozy. Um, he will emerge tomorrow to predict the weather. And if he sees his shadow, just remember, if he sees his shadow, it means there will be six more weeks of winter. So a sunny day means more winter. So a lot of times people get that backward. They think, oh, well, sunny means winter's over. No, not so much. Uh, Milltown Mel, which is a cheap knockoff of Punxsutawney Phil. Milltown, New Jersey, trying to copy. Uh, Milltown, uh, uh, the New Jersey town will be without Milltown Mel again. I think he's got COVID. Hmm. That's not good. I made up the part about COVID. I just know they won't be able to use him tomorrow for whatever for whatever reason. Okay, this week I got two quick. Am I the butthead questions? One headline says, Mom lets her kid do self-checkout at busy store and her parenting style has people split. So the question is, is there ever a bad time for a parenting lesson? A mom has triggered a big debate around that question after telling the community about the time that she let her child run the self-checkout scanner at a store even when there was a lineup behind them. She explained her 7-year-old son She took her seven-year-old son to the grocery store. When they got to the self-checkout, he asked if he could scan the groceries. I'm a big believer in learning by doing. I like to give my son as interactive a role as things in things as possible. And if he wants to do something self, I always at least try to uh, try unless it's unsafe. So she decided. So this wouldn't normally be such a big deal, but there was a long line behind them. And finally, as we started to wheel away, a woman walked up and slammed her grocery basket on the counter, and she said, thanks for doing that as slowly as possible, butthead. <laughs> she, did, she called the kid a butthead? She use, no, she said the mom. Thanks uh, for did she use slowly butthead, or did she, she did use, not. Okay. Oh. She used what Reddit normally, uh-huh. the word that Reddit normally uses uh-huh. in this forum. So, okay. Mm. With about a donkey. Yes. It, believe it or not. It was it was a split decision. Okay, that makes her wrong in the outright for me. Because, which which one's wrong, the well, mom or the 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 one who slammed yeah, uh, her yeah, her feet down mm-hmm. and said the dero- the derogatory? But if you go to uh, some places, I'm sorry, the line is long. No matter if a seven year old is checking out mm-hmm. or a thirty five year old. So I really had to, I really studied on this one because I'm the person who can't stand people doing things inefficiently. I'm the person who can't stand people that don't know what they want when they get to the drive through window, even though they've been sitting in line for 15 minutes and they know what's on the menu. And so I just, I, and I despise standing in line at the grocery store to the point that I won't go in them. However, all bets are off in the self-checkout sphere. In the ecosystem that is self-checkout, all bets are off. I think it depends how long this line was. 
think it depends on how long that. I mean, if there are like six or seven people in line, you need to be efficient and get through it as fast as you can. If there's two yeah. people, that's when you could open up the window to that. Yeah. Mm. By the way, I'm in favor of the mother letting the child. Play. I'm now. I'm for. I typically wouldn't be in something like that, but I'm for the mom in this case letting him do it. Uh, we need more moms that teach more kids how to do more worldly things and get out there and do it well as adults. And so it's not going to take this lady's life is really not going to be made. The quality of life is not going to be any worse that it took the kid two extra minutes to do the thing. In fact, this lady may encounter this kid on later in life and he'll be doing it well and her life will be improved by it. So you just never quite know. But I will tell you this. It does make me wonder in all that. When do we all get our W-2s for self-checkout? <laughs> I mean, I I'd prefer see, it. I see in W-2s, but if you're working for the store, do, do these stores owe you a W-2 for, no, see, for I, hours I, I, work? I, I prefer it. I've kind of gotten, in certain places, I've gotten much more accustomed to it, especially in quick, like one, two items, bang, bang, I'm out. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. You're on In the Know. Today's Did You Know is brought to you by our friends at ECTC Litchfield Campus. Next uh, eight-week advantage starting March 9. So you've got uh, about five weeks or so in order to get everything lined out, get your course schedule, learn about your financial uh, situation, where aid might be available, and you'll be ready to rock and roll. Coming up, you start in March, and you can go through the summer and just keep on rolling. It's college for the real world. Right here at home, ECTC Litchfield, where they want you to know. Did you know there are no ants in Iceland, Antarctica, and Greenland? I did know. I have heard that before. So using the powers of deductive reasoning that you learned from ECTC Litchfield campus, the ideal location for a picnic would be (laughs) Iceland, Iceland, Antarctica, or Greenland. Be a little chilly. I was going to say, where you freeze your tail off. Sam, you brokenhearted about Tom Brady retiring? I don't know that I believe it. So he retired this morning uh, without pomp and circumstance, he said, without fanfare. But it's one year to the day that he retired last year. It was on February 1st last year because it's in today in history. I'll believe it when week one of the NFL season starts and he's not on an NFL team. You don't think he could go even beyond week one? Like it'd be one of those deals Uh how Brett Favre, you know, he was out of the game and then somebody got hurt and they called him back in last minute like a week two or three or five or something like that. Uh, Speaking of Brady and the NFL – the Chiefs wide receiver Marquez, is it Valdez Scantling? Valdez Scantling has asked, of course, halftime at the Super Bowl is uh, about almost three times longer than the normal. And the team, like you, they cool down. Like by mm-hmm. the time that they get in there and they're sequestered off the field. So Valdez Scantling asked if he could watch Rihanna's Super Bowl 57 halftime show. Well, last year, the Bengals kicker and long snapper snuck out to watch Snoop Dogg and all of them. They had and almost they got, a, they got in trouble. They did get in trouble. Uh-huh. Well, you know, they let the kickers and punters out there earlier. Yeah, he, you know, he, went, he they, went out a little earlier than uh, early, earlier. Early than early. Uh-huh. And there was a good article written, written about it that uh, he didn't regret doing it, the kicker. So but. Kevin Bacon has a new electric vehicle commercial with his daughter. That is pretty good. I saw it the other day. But for Super Bowl 57... Kevin Bacon and Budweiser are teaming up on a six degrees Super Bowl commercial. Michelob Ultra, just in time for the Super Bowl, also rolling out. This has also to do with more of the launch of the PGA season because that's kind of the, you know, Bud is the, Bud Light is like the Super Bowl crowd and like Michelob Ultra, they're trying to, you know, gear more toward, more toward golf. But Michelob Ultra has a new commercial out today that is a recasting of the infamous scene, last scene at Bushwood in Caddyshack. So Brian Cox, who plays the dad on Succession, plays the Ted Knight character, you know, the uptight judge that's, you know, doing the wagering. Serena Williams is in it. She sinks the clinching putt. There are a bunch of also familiar people that you see recast in it. It's very well done. I saw it this morning. And I saw an interview with Serena Williams. One of the things she said is that this brand was deliberate about casting equal number of women and men in those various roles to redo that scene. The dynamite goes off, and then, you know, it shakes the putt in. And it's uh, for those of you that grew up in the Caddyshack era, you'll probably 
uh, like it, which means yeah, Sam I don't, won't I, get it. I don't like to watch any of the Super Bowl ads. I like to consume it all at once. Yeah, I don't go out of my way to find them, but now I'm kind of – but then it made me wonder on this Milk Ultra thing, that's more with the AT&T uh, – Pebble Beach Pro-Am this weekend, and I think that's more about what they're doing. Major League Baseball has released its 2023 regular season schedule. Opening day times are out. The Pirates at Reds on opening day, 4-10 Eastern time on March 30. Mm-hmm. You, that's, you good they, with that? they just hadn't released the times. The yet. times they, are new. They released the schedule. So Giants, and really the times, it's not like that's anything that, like, Giants at you, you could go through and fill out. Yeah, that one's going to start at that time. That one's going to start at that time. So, who's going to London? Do you and Mexico City? Do you that know? I, have I don't know. Not, uh, the London might be like the Cardinals and Cubs. Sunday, October one is the regular season finale. Uh, the Giants and Padres play in Mexico City. The Cardinals and Cubs square off in London, June twenty four and twenty five. All Star Game in Seattle on July eleven. That means the home run derby's on the tenth. Did I tell you that I got invited to go to GABP for Yankees at Reds? You did, but I may have said that on the air. I don't remember now. Mm-hmm. Bad boys. Yes, because I was very disappointed to learn that the person that invited you oh, yeah. is a is a fake Reds fan. He's not a fake Reds fan. I'm a Reds <laughs> fan. I got a National League team and I got an American League team. It's okay. Uh, I grew He's, up with a big red machine. He even has a jersey in <laughs> He's got a full uniform. Yes. <laughs> he went to Red's fantasy camp. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, bad boys. Four. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence officially reteaming for a sequel. I think that Will Smith's PR people have figured out, you know, the way to cleanse the palate of everyone with Funny this Will Oscar Smith. slap. Funny Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in bad boys four. Here's what I'm puzzled about, though. Will the plot be that they've died and gone to heaven and they're having hijinks in heaven because the last movie was Bad Boys for Life? Well, how do we amp that up? We got to go. We got to go beyond life. You know, li- Bad Boys never Bad died, Boys right? for Life plus a little extra or we got to you know, They got to do something to get creative. King of the Hill will get a reboot at Hulu from original creators Mike Judge and Greg Daniels. Oh, good. Just what we need. More King of the Hill. Alec Baldwin is now charged with involuntary manslaughter. Knew that was going to happen. It has officially happened. The charges have been filed. Elton John now has the highest grossing tour of all time. That's because of, like, cancellations and extending it, and he made it two times longer than a normal tour. And I'm not, you know, he's a great artist, and it's good to see him, but just because you do have the longest tour in the world, well, it probably should be the highest grossing if you know what you're doing. And then there is a word that we may be getting the Queen's Gambit Season 2. Oh, okay. Anya Taylor-Joy is um, is saying that the rumors could possibly be founded <laughs> that we may get Queen's Gambit Season 2, which I would be all for. Love, to, love Season 1. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's Point to Ponder for today. I got a couple, but uh, didn't get to my second Am I the Butthead question earlier. So uh, the Internet is trying to decide what to call the end piece of bread. The end piece of bread. The heel. It is the heel. Uh, right. That's what we call it, right? Especially here in in, uh, in America. Uh, but the question was polled worldwide. And some people call it skulk. In Norway and Sweden, it is it's a rough translation to heel. That sounds Skalk very Scandinavian. Is heel. But the proper term for the end piece of bread, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, is um, for the end piece of bread is indeed heel. But a lot of the people, other uh, other people commented with different languages. Dupka, dupka in Polish. Nust or knust, K-N-U-S-T in German. In Spanish, la tapa. There were also a people, a handful of people who just simply called it the end piece. And then I kind of liked this one, the bread butt. <laughs> I, was say, I was waiting for a butt reference or something. 
So it has two butts? Got two butts. Can never have too many butts, right? Yeah. The bread butt. Mm-hmm. You can. What, uh, <laughs> I can, all right. Does, can you, take, next time you get your loaf of bread out, ask Alea what she wants to no. call it. No. Um, be careful what you say. Yeah. There's no school today. There's no school today. Good. Well, I, I, so we need to ask her what she thinks. <laughs> uh, we, earmuffs. Earmuffs. <laughs> I saw old, old School was on the other night, that scene where uh, it's not Owen Wilson. It's the other Wilson brother. And Luke. Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson yeah. and Vince Vaughn were doing that scene about starting the fraternity. And Vince turns to his look and goes, earmuffs. <laughs> Funny. That was earmuffs was also a clue on Jeopardy last night. Hmm. Well done. On television tonight, ABC has Schoolhouse Rock 50th anniversary sing along. Yes, please. I already told it you to do? the recording. Oh, so we got it. Because that's going to be kind of how they're doing those Disney I'm, classic sing alongs. I'm surprised you like because I know you're not usually a, a sing along person. Me? Yeah. Uh, it's educational. <laughs> has Alea ever experienced that? Um, Conjunction Junction? She going to tonight. Electricity? It, it is accessible for her. I have I have the box set. Conjunction Junction, what's your function? Black Eyed Pe- Oh, and thank you. I'm just a bill. She's probably just now getting to the age that she can actually. Right. Black Eyed Peas, Derek Huff, Jason Biggs, Julianne Huff, the Muppets, Neo, Raven Simone, We'll all do Schoolhouse Rock classics. Those are typical for some of those. Uh, the Huffs ones. are the ones yes. who do such a good job mm-hmm. with these because the Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. and that's why they're all so good. Speaking of Raymond Simone, I, I read a headline that apparently Simone is not how you say it. Uh, it's something. It's another one of those like that we've been saying. Yeah, it's, we've been saying it wrong I'm this entire Simone. time. I'm going Simone. Like <laughs> a Dale kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Today's highlight in history, this day in 03, Space Shuttle Columbia. Broke up during re-entry. In 1790, the U.S. Supreme Court convened for the first time in New York. In 1862, the Battle Hymn of the Republic was published in the Atlantic Monthly. It was a poem written by Julia Did you read it Ward that day? Howe. I didn't. Our paper didn't come. We got we got the February 1st edition of Atlantic Monthly on February 3rd. Yeah. It was a couple of days. It took a couple of so days to get to my house. you weren't the first one to, to, to get it. No, I was not. We didn't live in the city, so... 1964, black college students began a sit-in protest at a Woolworth lunch counter in North Carolina because they'd been reviews service. Ten years ago, Hillary Rodham Clinton resi- formally resigned as America's 67th Secretary of State. So I did not know that she holds the record for, shattered the record for the number of countries visited. So basically what we did was we just gave Hillary, on our expense, a tour of the world. Just go to all the countries you want to go to. And then a year ago today, Vladimir Putin accused the U.S. and its allies of ignoring Russia's top security demands, but signaled he was willing to engage in more diplomacy to ease tensions in Ukraine. And now a year later, you see where we are. Birthdays today. Garrett Morris is 86. Joy Philbin is 82. Princess Stephanie of Monaco is 58. Polly Shore is 55 today. The weasel is double wickles. Double nickels. There you go. Buddy, big boys, forty-eight today. Jason Isbell is forty. Big boys from Outcast. Isbell, you heard him just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Jason Isbell is forty-four. Ronda Rousey is thirty-six, and Sam's favorite. And I know this because there's a poster of him hanging on his wall in his living room. Harry Styles is twenty-nine. Mm-hmm. Of course, gone, right, but, right next to Christie's Taylor Swift poster. <laughs> <laughs> gone but not forgotten. Clark Touché. Gable in nineteen oh one. Langston Hughes in nineteen oh two. George Beverly Shea in 1909, Boris Yeltsin in 1931, Don Everly in 1937, Sherman Hemsley in 1938, shout out to George Jefferson, Rick James in 1948, Lisa Marie Presley in 1968. Mm. Boy, that is a healthy list of gone but not forgotten. Oh, you got go backwards today on your chart toppers. That was a good one you just passed up on. But we play that one a lot. Is there such thing as too much on that one? Uh, not really, but just you know, I, sometimes I like to stroll through the garden and see what, uh, well, you know, what's what's sprouted overnight. Perry Como, number one in fifty-three, with "Don't Let the Stars Get in Your Eyes." 
like the one you're talking about, I, I could easily hear it you know, on shuffle on my in my iTunes or something. You know, Saturday, I'm not going to hear Perry Como on Saturday. Why not? Not worth sixty nine cents. Certainly not worth ninety nine. Definitely not worth sixty nine. Actually, they're a dollar twenty nine now, aren't they? I think. I. This is not Elvis Aaron Presley. No, this is someone trying to emulate him. It does doesn't even remotely sound like him. No, but Elvis was number one on this day. Lynn Anderson, number one in seventy one. I never promised you a rose garden. Nineteen eighty, the captain and Tennille. Do that to me one more time. Once is never enough. Like you just did. Oh, she had some of the straightest bangs you'd ever see. Do that to me once again. It's true. Show me straighter bangs. I dare you. I defy you. Show me straighter bangs. I'm sure you could go to some school pictures from straight up. Paula Abdul, number one, 1989. Oh, oh, oh. Let's go to 1998. Celine Dion, number one, with My Heart Will Go On. Coming back to theaters just in a week or so, right, for Valentine's Day. I've never seen it. Sam. They're right a reason. I mean, it's... What? Wait, you don't need a reason. <laughs> well, I have the two-disc... Uh, I don't own oh, a DVD no. player. I have the two VHS. Now, that I definitely do not own. I, I guess I have ways I can play a DVD, but I have... It's an indicator of how long it is when they tell you it's on two yeah. DVDs. Yes. Well, this was two VHS, actually. And then uh, 2016. See? Adele, number one. Hello, Hello from the other side. It's hard to believe that's been seven years. MB's Burla Wisdom for today. It's a long one today, so you're only going to get it once. MB's Burlowism for today says, when someone tells you that you can't do something, consider that they are only telling you what they can't do. MB's Burlowism for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beach. I'm MB, and now you're in the know.